Hello, and welcome to In Conversation With, a podcast from the Lancet Healthy Longevity. It's February, and I'm Claire Castle. This month, I'm delighted to be joined by Dr. Yao from Peking University, Beijing, to discuss his paper in this month's issue on the effect of China's Clean Air Act on cognitive function in older adults. In the context of rapid population ageing, could you please discuss the importance of delineating the relationship between air pollution and cognitive functioning, particularly in low-income and middle-income countries? As we know, poor cognitive function, a key driver of disability, contributes profoundly to health, social and economic burdens in the aging society in our aging world. And according to the two 120 Lancet Commission on Dementia Prevention, air pollution is among one of the emerging risk factors. Notably, that the number of people with dementia is rising more rapidly in low- and middle-income countries than in high-income countries due to the population aging and poor environmental factors. And dementia burden is projected to rapidly um, increase globally, especially in low- and middle-income countries, controlling any preventable risk factors such as air pollution is a, among one of the feasible and pragmatic interventional strategies. And how do the study design a method that you use build on previous studies in this area? We already know that there are some observational studies reported that the associations between long-term exposure to fine particular matters, um, so named the PM2.5, and cognitive impairments or dementia, and other neurological disorders. But those limited studies focusing in a causal inference, and we could not know the causal relationship between the long-term exposure to air pollution and the cognitive impairments. So um, we designed a quasi-experimental studies by integrating the China's Clean Air Act. This act is implemented between 2014 and 2017. And we use the CLHLS surveys and we use the two waves. The first is the 2014, is before the CCAA implementation, and the second is the 2018, is the time after the CCAA implementation. So we had a unique opportunity to design this quasi-experimental study in which we can evaluate the effect of clean air policy targeted on PM and the, the effect on cognitive function. In our difference in difference analysis, we further leveraged an experimental design consisting of an interventional group and a control group based on difference in PM reduction targets. This allows us to obtain an appropriate counterfactual framework to estimate a causal effect. So what are the key findings of your study and what are the implications of these for public health policy and interventions, both in China and globally? Well, we observed the beneficial effects of China's clean air policy on cognitive function 
our study support a potential causal role of opium in accelerating cognitive decline in older population. And our study contributes to the emerging evidence that long-term exposure to air pollution is a risk factor for cognitive function. And the evidence generated in the present study with a unique strength of causal inference supported the need to implement adequate clean air policies to reduce population and individual exposure to air pollutants. The policy-oriented interventions offer widespread protection and enhanced health with less reliance on conventional individual-centered lifestyle modifications. This will offer more widespread protections for the people's health. And finally, what do you think are the crucial next steps for research in this area? Well, for me, I believe these studies more targeted to indoor air pollution may be the next crucial steps for our research. For example, in the exposed populations, maybe young teenagers or adults or older people, older people are more or exceptionally susceptible to the detrimental effects of air pollution because of the age-related chronic conditions and the frailty status. And moreover, older people tend to spend more time indoors, especially under lockdowns amid the pandemic, right? And are more likely to exposure indoor air pollution, such as secondhand smokings. And so and we believe more uh, studies are needed to uh, target older people's poor exposure to indoor air pollution. Thank you. You can read Dr. Yao's research online now at thelancet.com. Thank you to Dr. Yao. And thank you for listening to this episode of In Conversation With. Remember, you can subscribe to In Conversation With, The Lancet Healthy Longevity, wherever you usually get your podcasts.